This is the EPLOG audio experience. You are listening to the Artist Podcast with me, Sujitha. Stay tuned. How does Amir Khan think? What makes him stand out as an actor and a producer? What are his choices of people around him? Because your collaborations define you and your work. We try and dissect Amir through Christina Daniels, the author of the book, I Will Do It My Way, the only book written on the actor's journey, currently running on top of the book charts. Hi, Christina. Welcome to a podcast, The Artists, and thank you for being here. Thank you so much. It's wonderful to be here. The book that you wrote on actor Amir Khan, which is I'll Do It My Way. And I wanted to see how we can condense it into this 30-minute episode and see what all we can learn from your journey of writing about Amir, who is one of the finest actors. So just to begin with, Christina, biographies are a difficult job to write. And uh, I have read some of my favorites like Walt Isaacson's primarily on Leonardo da Vinci. I know he writes a lot, a lot in detail of bad things. So how much of the truth when you go around wanting to know about your character actually gets through when it comes to a biography? Right. So I think the first thing that is kind of important to understand about the book is actually it's not a biography. I think that's, uh, you know, the important thing to understand. Hmm. It's more what I would call the, a filmography. You know, that's hmm. really how I saw it. Because uh, the search and the journey was not so much to know about Amir, the person. That was not my goal, you know, or Mm, mm. it was not to get the story of his life. That was not what it was about. It Mm. was to really understand his work, to look Mm. at his cinema, Mm. uh, look at his journey and also understand it in the context of Indian cinema as well. Mm. The reason uh, I took that approach as well was, was because in terms of Indian cinema, especially at the time when I was writing the book, right? Mm. I think that uh, the, the direction that Amir took very much, in a sense, changed the direction for Indian cinema as well. You know, the, you know, in terms of his values, in terms of production, especially mm. with Lagan, which was, at that time, it was a very landmark film in terms of how production was done. Yes. You know? So what I really felt was necessary from the perspective of Indian cinema was mm. really a book that really looked at his work. You know, mm. uh, from a, both from the perspective of Uh, his acting journey, but also from a historical, sociological, all of that, right? Mm. And bring it together. So that was really what the book was. If Mm. that... Awesome. Awesome. That's the approach you took when it came to uh, working on the book, which you worked for almost for three years. Tell me a bit about your research process when you were writing biographies. And of course, you did not, um, did you ever meet Amir or did you interact with him or it was primarily the people that he worked with, this huge list of people that I saw while I was reading about it. Tell, tell me a bit about the process. Right. So um, 
the, so initially when I started out, right, what I was really looking at doing in a sense was I was looking at a research-based work. So that's mm-hmm. what my initial journey, like, you know, when I initially started out, that's what I was looking at. Uh, a research-based work that takes a cinematic perspective. Uh, because especially from the perspective of Indian cinema, I felt something like that wasn't there at that point. So it's what I was trying to do. Now, uh, so it started out, the goal was to do something that was purely research-based. So look at his work, look at all the, you know, the literature, the, the you know, the, 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 the journalism, all of that that is around it. Analyze yeah. that and look at his contribution in terms of Indian cinema. That was how it first started out. Hmm. But what I felt was that I would really also like to get perspectives from people who had worked with him, his directors specifically. Because yeah. I felt if I was looking at him as a filmmaker, actually yeah. it's his directors who really give you that perspective, right? Each of the people that he worked with. Yeah. So then what I tried to really do was actually set up uh, meetings with each of them and speak mm. to each of them about... Uh, the films that he did with them, his acting process, the journey that the films itself took, all of that, Mm. and make that as well a part of the story. And when I did that, Mm. it opened up actually a very, a a new dimension, which Mm. is, you know, the work, the the piece also became a very live piece in that sense, you know, which Mm. made it uh, very interesting as well. And Mm. also getting in touch with, with some of these people, because, you know, if you look at uh, some of them, like, let's say, in Aditya Bhattacharya, with whom he did Drak, for instance, you know, which mm. was, uh, I mean, with, depending on which way you look at it, either Amir's first or second film, right? Mm. I mean, mm. depending on what your perspective is, because actually they finished Drak first, but mm. they decided to release it later, right? So mm. it's um, it's it's not so easy to reach them, especially because Aditya Bhattacharya had stopped making the cinema by this time, right? After mm. Raak, the, you know, there was uh, nothing really that he did. So getting in touch with each of them, both his present and his past directors, really, in a sense, tracking them down, right? Mm-hmm. And setting up conversations with them, especially as someone who wasn't in the film industry. I'm, uh, you know, I'm someone who's completely out of the film industry, so to speak. So doing all of that was very interesting and mm. uh, a fantastic journey in terms of uh, what we finally uh, created his contribution to cinema I would sort of uh, come later to but first to begin Amr is an actor these 21 films that you covered in a time span before the book got released as you were writing what was your understanding in terms of Amir as an actor and also the evolution of an actor in 21 films how does the evolution take place yeah so I think the the interesting thing actually for me was now see there are all these things that people speak about right like let's say his perfectionism his hard work his dedication all of that I think are things that we really know about and uh, are in a sense you know are legendary in that sense but I think what was very interesting to me while I was working on the book was Mm. this perspective that you know he's not just an actor in anything that he does, he actually, uh, appre- you know, approaches it from the perspective of a filmmaker. Mm-hmm. So even as an actor, he's not just doing his role. Mm-hmm. You know, he's looking at the film in entirety itself. And 
the suggestions and the 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 inputs that he has to a film really are um are that really for filmmakers so actually if you look at amir's journey itself right from where mm. he started and kind of where it ends that i mean not ends as in ends of today it's a you know it's yeah, he still yeah. has so much to do right as a, a filmmaker so i think what you really see is it's really that that's that's really the growth where you see right which is this mm. this evolution into a complete filmmaker i think mm. that's what is something that really makes him stand out in terms of whatever he does which is mm. he's not just the actor he's the filmmaker and very often i mean if you look at the direction also that uh cinema since then has taken and with which that a lot of actors themselves have made since then you see that evolution as well in terms of cinema where uh for instance even shahrukh khan for instance today is no longer just the actor in his film right yeah. he's also the producer yeah so that's really the journey that amir has made and i think that's what really stood out while i was working on the book as well that complete perspective that he brings right is what really makes him something that kind of that stands out amar is an actor to amar is a filmmaker the larger perspective that he gets to the table and and does he do that also with all the directors he has worked with from rajkumar hirani to uh, rakesh omprakash mehra did you see that all of them felt that he was bringing a lot more to the table than just being an actor absolutely but what's also important to understand because this came out very strongly in the conversations that i had about them right mm. because see, something that you do here because it's something that i'd heard a lot about before you know i kind of started the book is the this is the sense that you know like let's say him taking over a project right especially when we talk about filmmaker that's the underlying subtext as well that sometimes is there for people so yeah. what i really want to explain when i say filmmaker right and this is what yeah. all of them told me as well was is that he's very involved in what he does hmm. so what you see is is it's, it's a very active collaboration in a sense between him and the director hmm. where uh you know where he brings suggestions ideas to the table and that you know i mean you could shoot them down you could accept them but it's it's a very active collaboration that takes place where he's really collaborating on every level not just as an actor but even as a person who has a very uh, you know uh, a very good understanding of what filmmaking is about or what mm. his idea of what a film should be right in terms of mm. uh, a great piece of art right or a mm. great piece of entertainment that's yeah. really what he you know kind of brings to it i think which is mm. uh, which yeah which is goes in production of what you finally see yeah tell me christina uh, while you were researching and while you were writing 21 films uh, of amir khan what are a couple of things besides of course his journey from actor to being a filmmaker what are those inherent qualities that you found that he had or the values that he had that he was bringing to the table when it comes to being amir khan why do we look up to amir khan why is amir a superstar why is he a superstar actor how does he think yeah so i think there are two things i think that uh, stood out you know mm. in what people uh, in 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 things in the things that said people said so i think one thing that uh, we already mentioned is like you know the the, the perspective of the complete filmmaker i think mm. that's one thing but the, the second i think the very important thing 
is also his ability to really put the interest of the film that he's making at the center of what he's doing. Mm. And with that also comes a certain amount of, uh, you know, and I think this is very important in terms of what he brings, like a complete understanding of who he is, you know, mm. a self-confidence as an actor. So by that, what I mean is, if you look at his entire body of work, right? Mm. It has not been important for him that he, for instance, is the complete, like he overshadows everybody in a film. You know, mm. he's very comfortable with, let's say, taking the backstage and mm. letting, you know, it be, a, for instance, like an ensemble cast, mm. if mm. that's what the film needs. Mm. You know, so in a lot of the films that he's done, for instance, even if you look at a, like a Tari is a mean par, you know, mm. or even if you look at Lagan, for instance, mm. uh, you see that you see that approach, right? Where it's not about him; it's about that story, and mm. I think he gives himself to the story that is being tried to, that that you're trying to tell. You mm. know, so I think that is something that um, that stands out. But uh, another thing that's interesting that you hear uh, a lot of actors, for instance, saying, right? Or they they sometimes tell him, or you know. See that 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 drive for perfectionism as well, right? You mm. you you hear a lot of them telling him, you know, like Amir, your first take is your best one. So what I'm trying mm. to say is that desire to push himself to always mm. do more, to do better, mm. to that's also something that's really part of his journey and also part of every film that he makes. Which is mm. why with each film you also see him doing that, right? Pushing the boundaries yeah. further, trying to do something new, experiment make the scale bigger, you know, I think, mm. yeah, I think that's very central to who he is. Mm. So primarily the integrity as an actor and he wanting to push towards yeah. perfection, getting out of yeah. the comfort zone is something yeah. is what has actually made him uh, yeah. a star. He's not just sat on his laurels and said, okay, now I'm done. But he's tried to do something every time, trying to break through his own maybe limitations that he might be seeing so yeah that that's that's a great point in terms of what did you see or find about amir when we talk about success and failure which everyone is a part of and actors like amir khan of course they have to go through much more tougher journeys in terms of the market evaluation and who's going to pump in the money for the next film and how who is watching their film so they always are more on the edge than other people in the profession. Yeah. So, um, you know, as with a lot of actors, uh, you know, I mean, definitely resilience is part of the story because there was a period as well, especially in the early years, right? Where yeah. a lot of things that he were, was doing were not working in a sense, right? Mm-hmm. But that ability to push through. But I think there's something else also that he brings that is uh, that is interesting which is especially because he he came from a film family, right? I think that something that Amir has always valued Hmm. is also the commercial success of of cinema. So what I'm I'm trying to say is that, you know, uh, you see a balance in a sense in terms of what he's doing because it is about making cinema that is good and meaningful and that is uh, different but it's also about very much connecting with audiences. So uh, on one hand, you know, there would be something like, uh, you know, let's say Atari Zameen Par that is part of what he does, right? Mm. But you would also have a Gajni. 
The reason for that is there is an understanding that he has always had, which is that it's important to take cinema to the maximum number of people possible. So Mm. the point that I'm making is he understands that it's important for cinema to be commercial. It's important to be for it to be viable. But it's also it's what's also important for 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 it is for it to be good. So I think mm. what he tries to do is really bring that all together. Mm. When things don't work out, I think what you will see is him coming uh him coming back bigger and stronger. Because I think another thing that you see uh if you look at his work is mm. also the the ability to learn. You know, like when something mm. doesn't work out, for instance, he asks himself those tough questions mm. and sees how he can really apply it into mm. you know whatever comes next so i think that's also something that's important and um, is what really uh, uh, separates somebody who's um, you know who's really remarkable and extraordinary in terms of what he does mm-hmm. so the ability to learn yeah. and come back bigger and stronger yeah. that's a great uh, point in terms of that's how you grow because there is no other way but tell me Krishna, in terms of when we talk about or what has also been perceived about him as that he is a marketing maverick and uh, he understands how to market uh, the product that he's trying to put across to the Indian audience so he can also grab the balls of eyeballs of uh, people who are uh, perhaps uh, the A, B, C and T or all the tiers. He wants to capture all of it. What was your understanding of him being a marketing maverick or was it sort of overdone or do you think that um, other stars like uh, Shah Rukh or everybody else are not in the same boat as Amir? What makes him differ in this case? So uh, here's here's really, uh, really, you know, uh, here's what I think on it, which is that I think uh, if you look at where things are today, I think that everybody has an understanding. All the big stars really have an understanding that it's important to market your films. It's important, you know, uh, to be able to do those things that kind of put it in the spotlight as well. They all are aware of that. I don't think that there's nobody who, you know, who doesn't do it today. But I think uh, what sets Amir apart is really he was amongst the first to really do that. You know, so he started perceiving it like that and marketing it like that much before anybody else. Now everybody does it. But I think when he started out, started out no one really saw it mm. like that, right? So I think that's important. And like I said, he's always been very open about the fact that the success of his films is also something that's important to him. Yeah. He's not just looking at making something that's art house cinema and nobody sees. Yeah. He wants to make films that mm. everybody everybody sees. So I think that's very much a part of his of the process. So if you look at what he does as well with the film, right? Yeah. Even before the you know the final film that comes out to audiences is there, there are a lot of screenings that they themselves do as a yes. team. He gets a lot of feedback and he takes all that to really make the best film that he can. So it's a very thought out process. Yeah. You know, it's not something that's just uh it's not like just left to serendipity you know yes it's things are there for a reason mm. you know it's very thought out yeah so and i think now a lot of, 
practically all the big stars do it, but probably he was the first one who, re- who you really saw bringing that into the industry is what I would yeah, say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a great point. He was the first mover when it came to understanding marketing uh, in cinema yeah. and the importance of it uh, for yeah. the success. So yeah. Do you think that that was one of the reasons that Amir has been able to create a brand for himself uh, as an Amir Khan brand? And he is also not in your face that he does not say, look at me, you know, I've arrived, you know. He underplays that a, a lot in terms of uh, being an actor and uh, comes across as somebody whose head is firmly planted on the shoulder uh, and does not sort of um, uh, come across as somebody who's bratish. So do you see all that coming together to make what Amir is a brand today? Uh, absolutely. And I think also what you see is... and. See, again, today, other actors do it too, but I think he was one of the first to kind of do it, right? Yeah. Which is, see, even when you talk about brand armor, right? Like, in a sense, what is it? It's about also collaborating and joining with things that, in a sense, um, you know, kind of match yeah. the way you see the world, right? Yeah. So that's also part of uh, part of that brand that we talk about. So for instance, when he was part of the Incredible India, for instance, campaign, right? it also aligned to what his perspective was on different things. So in that sense, even some of the, 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 the choices that he makes in terms of brand or in terms of marketing also align to who he is, mm. which actually makes the brand seem more real as well to people because it's, you know, you kind of get those two together, right? Mm. Which is again, something that you see a lot of stars are doing today, but probably again he was the first, mm-hmm. you know, to mm-hmm. really do that. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Uh, one of the toughest challenges when you navigate the film industry is that one, you need to build strong relationships with people around and the people that you are working with, your directors or you know other collaborators that you are uh, working with or wanting to attract in your domain. What was your understanding when it came to Amir in terms of him uh, building relationships around in the film industry? I think it's a bit of a, you know, it's a mixed bag. Mm. Like, you know, I think there are some with, with, which, with whom you find really strong, enduring relationships. Yeah. And there are places also where it may not exactly have worked out. Right? Yeah. So I think it's, um, it's a mix of both. But uh, what I did find is, especially amongst the ones who he's worked with in more recent times, right? So I'm talking about Mm. from the 2000s onwards. uh, You see that there's very much the desire to work again, to do another piece together. So I think uh, a lot of the collaborations from that period onwards, I think, are what I would say are uh, a lot stronger, you know? Mm. Mm. And uh, what about his sort of, uh, did you in your journey find that building certain team or building certain relationships is what works for someone like Amir who is building a brand for himself? Is that important? Did it did that come across to you? Uh, so I don't, honestly, I don't think that that's what he's focused on all that. Mm. Like it's not so much on, the building that never came across to me. Mm. I think what has drawn directors to him is just his perception of what cinema should be, Mm. uh, 
what a performance should be. So basically, his work ethic, his perception of cinema, mm. what he brings to the table. Mm. I think that's why people approach him more than you know um, the fact that he's their friend. I think mm. it's more you know because when you get an American into your film. Yeah. what happens is you immediately know that the value of what you're doing really jumps up mm, mm. you know so even if you look at a uh, you know when you know so many of these directors who worked with him right yeah. bringing amir on board their film actually really raised the value of that film that much higher mm. so i think that's why people go to him versus the fact that he's their friend honestly yeah I, yeah that's a great point so basically work ethic stands beyond perhaps yeah yeah uh yeah. being a friend to a yeah. star or yeah. being a friend to a director yeah. or tell me tell me christina and, talk, and yeah. also yeah. also the like i said the huge value that he brings right because when mm. as soon as you have an amir in your in your film yeah. and you tell the industry like amir khan isn't it it immediately the brand value of the film also goes up yeah he has a huge value that he brings in terms right? of so, yeah this film must yeah. really be good which is why yeah. you know amir is ba- you know like coming on board and it's yeah. something that needs to be seen or yeah so that sort of jumps yeah. even its sales value so he has built that yeah he's built that over you know because see he does like this one film in a year or a couple of years yes. and people ex- there's, a, there's a huge expectation on it right yes. so just the fact that he's in this film means that even in the industry it's perceived differently mm mm-hmm. lovely lovely i think everyone knows it but you know just just talking about it i'm feeling this yes you know yeah that's actually one of, <laughs> one of the things that he has built over the years uh tell me christina when we are talking about somebody like amir amir of also huge advantage because he also comes from a film family and that sort of gives him you know do you think that gives him an edge over all the other guys who want to come in the industry and want to be uh, big actors and stars so um not really mm. not really and i'll tell you why mm. because see uh now if you look at the you know i mean um if you look at uh, if you look at background itself right see while his uncle was was a really successful filmmaker mm. personally if you look at amir's family if you look at what had happened in the years uh, preceding that and if you look at his father's own experiences mm. he'd actually lost a lot of money right as a filmmaker mm. so which is why amir as a filmmaker is also very conscious that a film needs to succeed you know mm. it needs to do commercially well so what i'm trying to say is being his father's son in terms of amir's case was not an advantage mm. okay he did have an entry into the industry but i don't think that was an automatic uh you know it was it automatically meant anything mm. the reason why i say that is like even in when mansoor khan's uh, first film right kayamat se kayamat that where mm. amir was cast in the film it was not that amir was automatically the first choice mm. you know uh, but what happened was at that point amir was doing rock mm. with aditya bhattacharya mm. and aditya knew that mansoor was looking out for a you know oh, oh. A, a hero mm. for his film mm. and he was like why don't you take amir mm. but even then uh, it's not necessarily that it just because he was his cousin he kind of got the role not absolutely not i think that that's something that you mm. you know he had to really prove in a sense that he was the right person for the role mm. but more importantly see 
the reason why Amir became the star that he did was actually because Qiyamat Se Qiyamat Tak worked with audiences. Yeah. Audiences liked Amir. Mm. Now, audiences don't like you because you're somebody's son or you're somebody's, mm. you know, uh, wife, daughter, mm. father. Mm. Audiences like you because they like you. Yeah. They just connect. Mm. So, Amir worked because his connect with the audiences worked. Mm. It's as, I mean, it's as simple as that. So, I think that's what uh, made the difference for him you know, all through his career. So there are pros and cons on both ends, whether you yeah. come from a film family, there are challenges there uh, versus you coming from outside uh, and wanting to be in a certain position. Uh, there are challenges there as well. Absolutely. And finally, see, it all boil, boils down to how you connect with an audience. Mm. So maybe com- coming from a film family helps you understand how that works, you know? Mm helps you understand how the business works Mm. because you've just seen it around you all your life, right? Mm. So maybe it helps you there. But coming from a family doesn't ensure that you will continue to get films. No, I think it, and especially in Amir's case. Mm. So for instance, if Qiyamat Se Qiyamat Tak had failed, Mm. he may not uh, be the big star that he is today, you know, because uh, it's more about the fact that he connected with audiences. So after that, he gets his next film because of that, right? Mm-hmm. Because he's a star. So it's yeah, it's pretty much, yeah. I think that's... Tell us a bit about in your journey while writing the book, what were the kind of low points that you came across in Amir's journey and how did he come out of it? Yeah, so I think um, uh, the initial period, right? And this is what I... Um, uh, you know, what I, what I was talking about earlier. Like, after the initial success that he had with his Kayamat Se Kayamat Tak and, you know, uh, and then subsequently also have Dil and all mm. that. There's an entire period in between where a lot of his films don't seem to be working, right? Mm. And even, for instance, something like Mela, for instance, uh, you know, which where he also launched his brother as well. I think that was one of the really low points in terms of, uh, you know, uh, what happened to him as an an actor. Another thing that you also see that uh, perhaps was disheartening, Mm. it's not... um, So I think that entire period, right, where after you had his, uh, you know, the initial success that he had, right, there's an entire period in between where... Nothing seems to be working. Mm-hmm. So I think that's one uh, that one period where, uh, you know, I would say it was definitely a low for him. Uh, another thing that was disheartening, I won't say it's a, it's a low in that sense, but was probably disheartening was um, the, the whole thing where you had these awards, right? These, yeah. cinema, these cinematic awards. And where again and again, you would find that there's a film that he did that was outstanding, but was just ignored by the industry. So... That's also something that was probably disheartening yeah. for him. Now, I think that uh, in terms of cinema, I think what Amir did was he persisted. Now, like he himself says, see, the thing with Amir is he, you know, cinema was all that he had ever done, right? He yeah. never actually complete, you know, he didn't complete his degree and all of that, right? So all that he had done was cinema. So the, the thing was that for him, it was also like, if not cinema, what? I mean, because it has to succeed, right? Yeah. Because that's 
all that he knows and all that he can do. So I don't think he, in his mind, he did never have that option for failure. So I think it's something that he, so there, I think what he did was he persisted through that phase. And very often, sometimes life is like that, right? You have to make it through. Because only after he made it through, do you see the highs of periods like Lagan and all of that, right? That subsequently follow. So I think that was one thing with uh, the awards. I think he just started, uh, you know, like more, it's like performing because you like performing, because you believe in what you're doing and uh, not really looking for uh, the awards per se that may come from it you know you just do it because that's what you want to do and that's what you're passionate about so yeah mm-hmm. a few things or a couple of things uh, Christina which of course what we're talking about is a detailing in terms of his process his low points uh, what could have perhaps happened in his journey uh, uh, of these 21 films but while you were writing a couple of things that stood out for you when it came to Amir Khan as a person which is not in the public domain? So I think that, so I think it's not so much, uh, you know, not, you know, it's these little details I think that you find out that were, that are interesting and Mm -hmm. through, you know, uh, through a large, through a different perspective in a way to, you know, uh, to the actor, to a lot of things that may have happened to him. So like, for instance, uh, you know, when we were talking about this thing where um, uh, we were talking about his initial struggles and all of that as well, right? Now, and I was talking, and we were also talking about um, him, uh, you know, uh, getting a break, for instance, and we were wondering whether it was because of his, of the family background and all of that, right? And I told you about how... uh, it was actually Aditya Bhattacharya. They, they, they had studied in school together who initially cast him yeah. for Raak, right? Yeah. And Mansoor Khan was making the, this film, Kayamit Se Kayamit, but Amir wasn't automatically the star. Yeah. Um, you know, so um, something that uh, apparently when uh, Aditya Bhattacharya first told Mansoor Khan that, you know, like when he knew he was looking out for a, for a person to... Uh, be his lead actor he told him why don't you take Amir Mm. you know Mm. so apparently initially what Mansur Khan said was that uh, oh but he's too short Mm. (laughs) no so the point that I'm making is Amir's height though we don't realize it it's not so much out in the public domain Mm. but is something that from an actor's perspective could have been seen as you know something that is a shortcoming yeah but you never feel that in his films because mm. I think his performances and all of that are so larger than life that, uh, you know, the, sh- the, 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 the short height doesn't really matter. And it's never been something that's ever come uh, restricted him as yeah. well. So people don't even talk about it when it comes to him. Yeah. But it was actually something that, you know, I mean, even his own cousin kind of mm. yeah. hesitated to cast him because it was seen as something that was mm. a shortcoming, yeah. which we don't even think about, right? That could be... Yeah, that could be something that no, yeah. not definitely not the audience. Definitely not, you know, as we sit across and talk. It yeah. was, it's not something that yeah. ever came across yeah. as a shortcoming. Yeah. In fact, um, yeah, it makes him more endearable. You know, we sort of he, yeah. we like him for 
even whatever you know he is in terms of his personality because i think what he does on screen and what he gets on the table as a filmmaker surpasses uh, what um, perhaps uh, could be his shortcoming yeah absolutely yeah and no also because if you see the cinema at that time right mm. when he kind of broke through with kamat sikamat that was about like the, the late 80s right that's the period that we're talking yes. about so that was really the 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 era where you still had the angry young man right that was that period mm. so that and then to come with a romantic film yeah you know and an actor who's not he's never been about like you know all i'm muscle and you know he's never been about those things no. but if you consider where the the era that preceded it it was actually something very different mm. so especially in that era to break through in in the way that he did mm. was probably more of a challenge than we realize now hmm. and was actually something very different hmm. you know hmm. krishna tell me this in terms of your um journey of writing the book and also understanding that journey do you think that a lot of luck also plays in this journey of being the brand that you are creating about yourself as an actor or do you think that it's purely hard work it's purely a certain amount of calculation understanding the market so what are your thoughts when it comes to wo- working instinctively versus working more in a calculated way um i think it has to be a combination honestly because you have to be instinctual you have to be all of that uh but you also have to be smart about it you know i mean um you also have to plan it you have to strategize it and i think that uh amir has been able to do both and that's one of the reasons actually when you know when he succeeds why he succeeds i think that is mm-hmm. important interesting did amir read the book did you send him the book what what was it like uh i did mm. i uh, you know uh, we definitely sent a copy of the book to him after after we had completed it and all of that mm. so i i never received a, you know mm. a sp- particular reaction mm. or uh, anything like that from him so i don't know mm. exactly uh, how he perceived the book as such i i i don't know mm. you know mm. uh but i definitely feel it was uh you know at that time it was something that needed to be done see the reason why i say this is also mm. is that till today right apart from the book that i did mm. you don't have another book yeah on. which is very strange and if you you know so if you consider and see and i need a, a another book also because i do believe that one day amir will do his own book because that's exactly what he said also when you know when i was writing the book and we approached him and we asked him whether he could have his perspective i know that one day he will probably do his own book where he tells a story which is another perspective but you also as an actor you also do need books that people do about you where it's a it's a you know an independent independent perspective that researches your work mm. you know so that adds value even to the films the body of work that you have mm. so i definitely feel it was important because like i'm saying till today yeah. that's the only book that's really there in the market on him right yeah and i think that one reason why um you don't have too many books on him uh on the in the market as compared to some of the other actors is also maybe for the same reason right right that it's harder to 
get his buy in right and get his collaboration simply because he's very choosy about who he uh, works with mm. uh, you know on a project so and i'm not saying it in a in a way that's negative i'm just saying that that's yeah the actor right and which one has to kind of respect but that being said i'm very happy i did it because in all these years it's been the only book that's there yeah. you know yeah. and i have also seen that sometimes now when people want to reference some of the things that uh, that they're talking about about amir right they often now use my book as a reference point like saying like it was said in this book mm. you know so what i'm trying to say is this tremendous value in a research based piece that actually looks at your work speaks to people tries and looks at your significance in terms of cinema mm. because it helps your audience as well understand you better people who are studying your work understand you better so i think these books should be written mm. Yeah. And what are you working on next? Are you working on anybody else's biography? How are you thinking? So, uh no, as as of now I'm not doing a book on the film industry, mm. uh, no. But I'm uh there are two books that I'm currently working on. So, uh one is actually it's based on um uh, uh on the you know on Himachal Pradesh actually. Oh. lovely it's it's a it's a book that's on himachal pradesh and it's based on um, there was a time when uh, i was do, uh, like you know i did a solo uh, solo trip mm. through himachal pradesh mm. so wow. uh, it's actually a book on again i don't feel that that's uh, you know while a lot of states have been studied i don't think there's enough been done there so mm. uh, uh, there there's a book that i'm doing on that and the second is a work of fiction mm. um it's about uh it's set in bombay mm. of the uh 80s and 90s wow uh the reason why i chose that perspective that uh that period also is that i think politically that was a very important time for india a lot of the things that we see now mm. kind of uh you know the stage for it was really set in that period so it's an interesting perspective to look at from the fic- from a fictional perspective of a child Mm. in a building in bombay mm. you know because bombay is also that it's that um you know it's that me that hub right yes. for all that is india in a way so it's a, it's a interesting i just think it will be a very interesting perspective and again something that we need to see more mm. so yeah those are the next two pieces awesome awesome krishna good luck for that and any parting words for the listeners who would want to read the book why should they read this very important piece the only book on amir khan i think that uh, you know why they should read it is really to understand uh, amir's journey as an actor and just for that reason if you're looking at personal details about his life or you know salacious gossip <laughs> this is not the book yeah yeah, yeah. This is a book for anybody who really wants to look at it from a cinematic perspective, see it in the context of that time. Mm. And I feel that even more than when I wrote it, mm. especially now that this book actually is more interesting simply because a lot of the details that I captured then, right, mm. are actually forgotten now. Mm. So it's nice that it's there somewhere in a book, you know, that people can actually read and remember what this is actually what happened so i think yeah if uh, if you like cinema yeah. and if you want to understand how films are made and why they are made i think this is a good thing wow awesome awesome thank you krishna so appreciate your time and sharing uh, about this only book on amar and um, thank you so much wonderful to be and this is great speaking to you yeah. 
It takes a lot of time to build your career in this industry. It's a process of resilience, tenacity, consistency and self-belief. A process that will define you.